Hello and welcome to the Happy Hippie Podcast. I am your host, Amanda McCormack. I am a registered yoga teacher, a certified personal trainer, and a certified nutrition coach. And on this podcast, we explore all the areas in life that contribute to bringing us greater happiness. So join me each week as we take deep dives into different wellness topics, methods, products, and even talk to experts in the field to discover what you can bring into your life to feel better mentally, physically, and spiritually. So get ready as the Happy Hippie Podcast guide you towards living your best life. Okay, I'm so excited to be back. Can you tell the difference in my microphone quality? Because I finally got myself a dynamic mic. So this is a microphone that literally cancels out background noise. If you go back in a few of my other episodes, you may have noticed that there were some jungle sounds in the background or noises from the literal place I was living. Um, I didn't have actual windows that had like screen doors and stuff like that when I was living in that one room on the property I live on and it was just extremely hard to record and I have really good microphones I have Rode mics that I used for recording my YouTube videos but they didn't cancel out background noise so I put up an episode like three weeks ago and I was like we're back for season two and then I just disappeared because I recorded two new episodes to put out in the past two weeks I I don't know if it's perfectionism or I spoke to one of my friends who also has like a really nice podcast and I asked her her opinion on it and she was like, no, I feel the same way. There was a background noise that was just irritating me so much in the recording that I did not want to upload it. And it was on two episodes that I spent like hours editing and I was like, you know what? We can't do this. I couldn't do that to you guys. I just noticed it and it was bugging me a little bit. And I spoke to my friend and she was like, you should invest in a dynamic mic because it cancels out all the background noise and just picks up. I am so close to this microphone, guys. This microphone is up my nose right now, but um, it cancels out the noise around so that I'm able to record and have good quality and that it doesn't matter if I'm recording outside in nature. If I'm recording with the windows open, you won't be able to hear. So... I'm really excited to present new episodes using this mic and I will re-record the episodes that I had edited prior, but I had a topic idea that it was really close to my heart at the moment because I was kind of going through it. As you can see by the title, this episode is all about basically how to get out of a funk and how to feel good fast. So these are my favorite um, methods and things that you can do when you're feeling down either mentally or you're just physically tired, ways that you can pretty much revitalize yourself in a short amount of time. A lot of these things I do in my morning routine, but they're also really good pick-me-ups during the day. So I just figured this was a really important episode for myself and it could help a lot of people and it's short and sweet and to the point. So I was like, this is going to be the first one that I drop. So I'll edit the episodes that I recorded earlier. I'll just re-record them. Maybe I'll get better inspiration this time. Who knows? You know, what was it? Um, obstacles are like redirection. That's how I'm looking at it. So again, in this week's episode, um, I'm going to discuss simple and effective ways to improve your mental and physical well-being on days when you're feeling down, or you're feeling overwhelmed. So these methods, which I'll go into in just a moment, I think there's again, I like to keep it at like six or eight. If you've noticed that theme, you know, just the sweet spot. Um, six or eight methods and they're backed by science as well. So I'm going to explain a little bit about the science behind them. They're not just me being like, you have to do this and you'll feel great. Um, and they easily can be incorporated into your daily routine. So let's just jump right into this episode and get into our first method that we're going to discuss. The first one I want to start off with is something I never thought I would enjoy or I just thought it wasn't my genre of like self-help methodologies or whatever, but it has to do with writing. And 
I've never thought of myself as a writer. I've never enjoyed journaling to the point where I had to do it. Like I would do journaling prompts every now and then, but I just never thought that this type of practice would physically physically like make me feel good and then mentally emotionally make me feel good and then also open up a gate like it's literally like a floodgate like this practice and I'm so excited to share it I mean it's been around for literally like decades but I want to break it down a bit and talk about it because it's phenomenal so if you've heard of the book called The Artist Way um, by Julia Cameron it's basically it's a book but it's a course on how to rediscover your creativity and again it's one of those books that is written not just for artists, but for anybody who doesn't think they're creative because everybody has creativity in them. And it's a book that basically shows you how to pull it out of yourself. If you feel like literally you're in a funk, um, how to pull it out of yourself. I've had the book for like two years, probably did not open it. Or if I did open it, it was like a quick close because ADHD, you know, I'd be opening books for like a page and then I put it down and pick it up three years later. So I picked it up again recently. I felt really called to pick it up. I was going to bring it with me to Hawaii and I didn't. And then I ended up actually going to a writing class and I mentioned it to the guy and the writing class that this guy was teaching was based on the book. And I thought that was a crazy synchronicity. Like I was like, well, I've always been interested in writing. I've wanted to get into the morning pages. And then he was like, boom, this whole class is pretty much about the morning pages. And I was like, what? So number one is something called the morning pages from the book, The Artist Way. If you've heard about it, I'm going to explain a little bit about it, the science behind it and the numerous amount of benefits that this could give you. So the morning pages are really simple. It's basically a stream of consciousness writing that you do first thing in the morning, um, three pages. So you write three pages stream of consciousness. It sounds so boring, but let me get into it. Okay. So when you're writing the morning page, you're not actually writing what you're thinking. You're just jotting down the first thoughts that come into your mind in the morning, no matter how like senseless they may sound. And it has to be three pages. Technically the writing class I took, the guy set a timer. So we set a timer for 11 minutes. So honestly, I would say if maybe the idea of three pages is something you don't want to hear, set a timer for 10 minutes and just free write. Dude, it's crazy. Like I didn't think that I would have anything come up. I thought I was just going to like start writing what I saw in the room or be like, I'm bored right now kind of stuff. Wow. It was insane. So it's pretty much like a brain dump that you do. Um, it's a way that you can one, like vent your frustrations. You can end up working through emotional issues or just explore different ideas that you have in life. And you don't even notice this stuff is in your head until your hand starts writing on the paper. So literally, um, most of the time I just write about how I'm feeling and I don't know if you guys do this. Well, it makes sense, I guess, that I do it and now I have a podcast, but I like talk to myself all the time. Like when I'm in the shower, in the bathroom, like I used to pretend I was getting interviewed. So I'd always talk about my issues and I would like present it like it was some crazy struggle. Um, and I was talking to like Oprah and this was like my past, but um, you can pretty much do that on the paper. So I noticed that first thing in the morning when I start doing the morning pages, one big thing that was a result for me is not only is it a brain dump, not only do I get all the chatter out of my head, I get it onto the page and I don't have to look at it again. You don't ever have to look at it again. I write in script and my script isn't good because I haven't done script in years. Like I type and I write and print most of the time. Um, I can write in script, but um, I just, I write so chicken scratchy and I love it because I don't have to ever read it again, but getting it out, one is therapeutic. It's like somatic getting these thoughts on the paper and not everything is negative. Not everything is like freaky or anything, but I noticed that when I write it out, I'm less likely to carry those thoughts with me throughout the day or take it out on somebody. When something's normally bothering you, um, 
you text a friend, a significant other, you just tell them how you're feeling. But I notice that when I do the morning pages and I write out how I'm feeling, I write out my thought process, maybe I write out ideas I want to have or places I want to go or why I'm not happy here or why I'm happy there or whatever. I'm this writing stream of consciousness. I'm less likely to kind of like dump it on somebody else. Like I'm not dumping it on my mom. I'm not dumping it on my friends. Um, you know, like when you're dating somebody and you just tell them all the bad things that happen in your, in your day, I find that when you write the morning pages, you're less inclined to want to go and like be negative to somebody else because you already got it out of your system. One, it's like clarity. You get this off your head, you get it out, you, you woke up and you just scream it into the paper, you know, you just dump it out and then you're, you're not carrying it with you. It's like releasing baggage. Like it just leaves you and then you have the clarity in your brain for the rest of the day. So it, and I swear I've been doing it for a while now and this is truly how I feel. And I have like a cluttered mind. I have like ADHD. I always meditate in the morning, but now I do the morning pages and then I meditate and I literally just feel like a different person. I swear. So it's also easy to notice, um, patterns and points, which is also something that you can do in journalism regularly. But, um, when I'm writing stuff out every day, I'll notice I'm sometimes writing about the same topic and I'm like, Hmm, then I can get inquisitive with it and be like, why am I writing about this topic a lot? Or maybe this is something that actually really bothers me because it keeps coming up when I'm doing these morning pages. So it's a good thing to do to kind of get introspective and notice things about yourself. Um, doing it daily makes it so easy. Like I wake up and I do the three pages so quickly. Like, I don't know how long I spend on it. Again, if you want to set a timer, you can, but I think it's like less than 10 minutes. I probably spend like seven minutes just writing three pages and my notebook's pretty small. So it doesn't have to be a big notebook or anything. It doesn't have to be like loose leaf paper. It could be fairly small, but yeah, you're getting the benefit of reflecting on yourself. Sometimes creative ideas come up on the page. I'll notice the way I'm writing and I really like maybe a phrase that I used or something. And I'm like, Ooh, I could use that. And it just comes out cause you're doing stream of consciousness. You're not thinking your subconscious is kind of coming out on the paper. So I'll notice creative ideas. Like I said, I notice reflections on myself. It's almost like therapy. It's somatic. You get it out of your system. You can leave it on the page for the day and not take it with you. And then, yeah, you get to release negative emotions. You can also express positive things. You can do a beautiful morning page spread on things that you're grateful for as well and turn it into a gratitude exercise. I just really recommend it. Um, if you take one thing from this podcast, I truly think number one, the reason I'm bringing it up so early is you should try this three pages in the morning, just write stream of consciousness, try it for a week and let me know what you think. Like seriously, like you can DM me, you can tag me on Instagram, the happy holistic hippie, um, anything, you know, just let me know because it can be private, but I seriously think it makes a big difference. And I just really wanted to bring that up. I'm so passionate about that. I don't know why I, like I said, I've never been a writer, so passionate about it because it's made such a difference in my day and like I feel like I'm actually getting somewhere my creativity feels a little bit more unblocked and I just feel like I'm making progress with things and the only thing I really changed was like adding in the morning pages from my recent period of growth so I was like well this is crazy I have to share it with y'all so the second thing also comes from Julia Cameron's book as well she gives two non-negotiable habits and this is the second one it's fun literally it's almost like that treat yourself thing from Parks and Rec, but it's called an artist date. So it's having a rule that once a week you make time. You don't have to physically go somewhere, but you can. It has to be done solo. And it's time just that you put aside for yourself to devote to your creative self. Now, that basically means giving yourself time once a week to do something creative or inspiring. You don't have to create anything. You can go somewhere. You can something that's inspiring to you can be watching a movie, you know, but putting time aside to physically have a quote unquote artist date 
Oh my gosh. So Julia Cameron herself, she calls it a self-assigned fun task. So it's putting the time aside to do something that helps you relax and have fun while you're doing it. So you can take yourself basically on a play date to like renew your mind and your creative energy. I love using it as an excuse to physically go somewhere. Again, you don't have to interpret it that way. It can be something that you do at home. If you have a busy home life, it's actively once a week putting aside X amount of time for yourself to do something. So it could be retreating to your room. Maybe you have kids you take care of or just another situation like that where it's easier for you to do this like in your home. You totally can. Otherwise, I like to think of it as an excuse to go somewhere. So I'll visit a new beach or I'll go to a new park or I'll find a new restaurant to go to. Just something different, something to like shake up my routine. I find that having it as a habit, having it as something that I have to do during the week really makes a difference. Like yeah, in your mind, you're like, oh, I want to check out this restaurant or, oh, I want to do this one day. Or maybe I want to put time aside to work on like, I don't know, like an adult coloring book, like something that is simple, but you never really do it. Putting time in your schedule once a week, literally once out of the seven days, it could be 20 minutes. It doesn't have to be like an everyday habit, but putting the time aside to have the artist date, it, it makes you feel so good because you're finally giving yourself, it's like an energetic exchange where you're putting that energy into yourself and you really are doing it. Like, when you're making time to do that for yourself, you're telling the universe like, hey, I'm putting time into myself, like I'm caring for myself. It can be as adventurous, inspiring or relaxing as you want it to be. I also want to tie in this quote that um, I saw Mel Robbins on an interview the other day and she was explaining about humans when humans feel stuck or you feel like you're in a place where you can't get out of. It actually comes down to you're doing the same thing over and over again and humans are wired to learn like self-growth like growth is part of like the human psyche and when you're not growing in any way you feel stuck you feel trapped so when you're not learning or exploring um it makes you feel like blah you know so finding a way that I don't know, like taking a course or trying something new like literally spicing up your week or your day in any way it fills your brain with light and by light I mean like the chemicals of like dopamine and serotonin like you get serotonin and you get happiness from doing things that push you to grow in a certain way and it could be just watching a new tv show like switching things up in a form that your brain's not used to it takes that on as quote-unquote change or growth or learning so just doing something different in your routine can actually make your brain like feel so much better it also gets the ball rolling for you so like if you start doing something you're not usually used to in your routine and it's as small as just going to a new restaurant each week or trying out maybe like a new fruit in the supermarket or going to a new place it kind of get you on the momentum of it being easy for you to take leaps to do stuff differently and then from that it makes it easier for you to grow in other areas in your life that you want to improve because you're already actively doing it on like a really small scale each week so this is a really impactful thing I really recommend it like in your schedule putting in once a week to go try something new again maybe as I was giving a bunch of those examples something really stuck out to you it can be different for everybody but just putting the time aside for the artist date I think it's so great I think I'm going to try and find um, a new beach this week to go to and not bring my phone so that's going to be my challenge for this week is like do something different is like go to a beach but not bring my phone because I know that sounds so small but to me like I constantly check my phone it's like something I'm working on 
So for me going and bringing stuff that I don't have to look at my phone, it's going to put me in a different type of like environment, I think. But yeah, I really wanted to share both of those things from the artist way. I went in a little in depth on them. The rest of the list is a little bit snappier, but um, yeah, definitely morning pages and the artist date. Implement them. Let me know what you think, because seriously, I think they are life changing. Number three, what I do when I'm in a funk or I just want to feel good fast stretch literally morning stretches there's so much science behind why stretching makes you feel good physically if you're sitting in the same spot for a long time or you just woke up or like you're just feeling down moving your body will make you feel better but there is a science behind it as well stretching has been shown to increase serotonin levels so serotonin if it's basically the hormone that helps stabilize your mood it can help reduce stress um overall it basically makes you feel good which causes a decrease in feelings of depression and anxiety. So when you want to boost your serotonin, it makes you feel good basically. Um, and by stretching, it does that. When you move your muscles in a certain way, it literally signals serotonin to the brain. So it also signals your parasympathetic nervous system as well. So it um, activates that system and then it increases blood flow to your muscles. So besides that, it also <laughs> increases endorphins that help to reduce pain and enhance your mood and lower cortisol. I had so many notes on that, but yeah, cortisol gets lowered. Endorphins go up. Serotonin, it goes up as well. Your parasympathetic nervous system, which tons of uh, techniques like breath work and meditation, they also affect that. So it's the same reason you feel good when you do those things. And it increases blood flow to your body. Like it sends blood to different places. Like just stretch, man, like a five minute YouTube stretch. I, I do have some, now again, not to plug myself. That's not why I put this in here, I promise. But I do have like five minute, um, stretches on my YouTube. I can link it in the show notes if you want to check it out, but you can literally watch any video on YouTube or just do a five minute stretch and it will get you out of a funk. Physically moving your body as well. Again, somatic movement is real. Like sometimes when you're in your head, when you move your body, it releases trapped emotions and things like that along that line without going too deep into it, but stretch. Number three, stretch. On the list for number four, I have meditation but a specific type so gratitude meditations seriously doing any sort of gratitude meditation where you come back to the present moment remembering what you have or what you're grateful for that stuff makes me feel like I'm on crack I don't know I was trying to think of something better to say but I physically feel light I don't know what crack feels like I don't think you feel light on crack but um I feel like light and fuzzy and just happy whenever I do gratitude meditations and if if I just do a gratitude meditation for like five minutes and like stretch my legs, I'll feel better in the middle of the day, you know? So like if you're at work, you can go to the bathroom, do a meditation on a park bench or something. It can be two seconds of closing your eyes pretty much and then stretching your body and you will feel so much better. So gratitude as well, um, based on some studies, expressing gratitude and cultivating it in ourselves has been linked to increasing happiness, improving your physical health and your mental well-being. In terms, it also improves your self-esteem and your life satisfaction. So that is for people who practice gratitude either on a daily or like a sub-daily basis where you're doing it a few times a week. They have basically greater life satisfaction. So scientists conducted a study in 2008 to measure the brain activity of people that were thinking and feeling gratitude. And what they found is that gratitude, this is the scientific mumbo jumbo but i'll explain it afterwards basically gratitude causes a synchronized activation in multiple brain regions it lights up parts of the brains that have reward pathways and the i'm going to mispronounce it the hypothalamus 
So basically it lights up the reward center of the brain and one of those muscles is called the hypothalamus. But basically in short, gratitude can boost neurotransmitter serotonin. Remember her? We were just talking about her. And activate the brain stem to produce dopamine, which is another one of um, our brain's like pleasure chemicals. So the more we think positive and grateful thoughts, you literally almost like refresh your brain to be happier and healthier because you're washing it over with all of these like pleasure chemicals like dopamine and serotonin. So you're lighting up your brain in different areas and it's triggering not only mental changes, but physical changes when you do gratitude. So there literally is a shift in your brain, like a physical shift when you do gratitude meditations. Some of my favorite ones. I have one too, not to plug it again, but I do have a gratitude meditation. And then most of my um, meditations have gratitude in it, but I do have a plain gratitude meditation. It's like 10 minutes long on my YouTube. I'll link it. There's other gratitude meditations on YouTube as well. Spotify has a lot of short meditations. Um, I'm going to be uploading meditations on this podcast as well. Like I said, gratitude, I'm a sucker for it. So there will be a lot of gratitude Um, meditations on this podcast so if you're listening to this and this is like an older episode just scroll through because there may be new meditations uploaded at some point and then one of my favorite apps um none of this is sponsored but um insight timer it's like a free app i'm pretty sure you can pay to upgrade but you get tons of meditations for free on insight timer um those are my favorite also there's this one influencer i really like um Sinead Hargerty, I think her name is. She's an Irish influencer. Um, she has like a meditation course that I love. So if you're ever interested in that, I think it's great as well. None of this is sponsored. I don't know her, but I just think she did a great job with gratitude meditations. And I think she has her gratitude meditation on her YouTube, if I'm not incorrect. But I like the way she does meditations, especially for beginners. So she's awesome. Insight Timer's cool. Spotify, YouTube, there's tons of resources out there for free meditations. So just check out gratitude. If you want your brain to be washed in all the feel-good chemicals. I lost track of the numbers, but I know the next one basically is listening to a podcast episode. Whenever I want to set my day right, or if I'm feeling kind of like funky and music sometimes when I play music, I can get lost in my head. Like if I'm driving and I'm listening to music and there's something in my mind I kind of want to like detach from, I feel like I focus on it way too much. So putting on a podcast is good because it makes my mind think, you know, I'll put on like somebody like Jay Shetty. And that man's asking so many questions that I'm like, okay, I got to listen. I got I to gotta listen to what he's asking and what they're saying. So putting on a podcast really helps get me into the present moment. Anytime you can get out of your head and get into the present moment is when you're going to feel the best. A lot of these methods and techniques I'm talking about, they, they basically do that. They take you into the present moment so that you're not caught in the past. You're not caught in the future. You're in the here and now. And listening to podcasts, I feel like I have to be in the here and now. I have to listen to these people talk. So and you can learn so much as well. It goes back to that um, thing Mel Robbins was saying about how you feel stuck or sometimes you can feel anxious when you're not learning or growing. But when you listen to a podcast, it's almost like a passive way that you can find that growth. You can find that healing and that feel good feeling. Why did that rhyme? Um, but yeah, literally listening to podcasts. I didn't prepare a list of podcasts um, that I like, but off the top of my head, like Jay Shetty's a great one. Um, he does interview type podcasts. I feel like everybody knows his. The girl I mentioned earlier, Sinead Hargitay, also has a really good podcast. My friend Kayla has a great podcast called Skinny Dipping, if you haven't heard of it. They're all kind of like self-development and wellness podcasts. Um, I probably should have made a list before this episode, but those are definitely some of my favorite podcasts, I think. Let me think what else. 
Okay, I'm back. I'm not even going to edit that. I literally just went to go look at my like most listened to um, short episodes like the Daily Motivation podcast, which is like Lewis Howe, but he does summary. So it's like 10 minute episodes. Those are great because sometimes you can listen to a podcast, but other times like I don't have the head for like an hour episode. So like the short episodes rock for me sometimes. Um, yeah, I don't know. I think that's it. The Wellness Cafe is pretty cool too. Um, Rebecca Leah has a good podcast. Anybody that does like wellness and like self-development or like TED Talk has podcasts. Like that topic is like my favorite because, oh, Lexi Hidalgo has a good podcast called Moments. I feel like I could just do an episode of me recommending podcasts, but any type of podcast where it's like serious and I have to think, <laughs> not serious, like like mean serious but serious in the term where like I'm learning something um really helps get me into the present moment I just feel better I feel like if I start my day with like some inspirational podcast or I learn something from like a professional like while I'm brushing my teeth I feel like I accomplished something in the most minimalistic way like I didn't have to go out and exert myself too much to get a result just by listening to a podcast you know what I'm saying so I feel like if I'm in a funk putting on a podcast while I'm doing something if I start cleaning my room that's not a bullet point, but sometimes cleaning stuff up makes me feel better or, you know, yeah, just doing a morning routine and listening to a podcast. It does make me feel better and helps get me out of a funk. I lied. My next point, I'm going to cancel it. I was going to say journaling, but we're just going to scratch that. We're going to say cleaning because to be honest, when I'm in a funk and I start cleaning, I feel so much better. I don't know if it's like a procrastination technique where let's say I have a lot to do and I'm anxious. I'll just start cleaning my room. Um, meanwhile, I have like all these things I have to do, but I feel so much better when my space is clean. So it could be like a short clean. Like I'll go in the bathroom and just reorganize like my hair products and my like makeup products or a deeper clean where I like, you know, clean my room and stuff like that. But just making my bed in the morning. There's like so many books on this and it's such a boring thing to say. So repetitive, but really making my bed so I can like, (laughs) I make my bed so I can just sit on it, but, um, and then like do nothing, but making the bed, I feel so much better. Like when my space looks clean, if I can just like pick up some trash or like move around something on the counter, I feel productive. Sometimes when I feel like I get a momentum going of productivity, it makes the day, it sets the day up for success in a way. Um, whether success be, not go, 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 but I just feel good, you know, like not slipping into like the masculine energy of like, you have to be productive, you have to clean, you have to do all this stuff. But just the idea of like cleaning my space, it makes me feel much more relaxed and much more able to get through my day. And yeah, I don't know, definitely cleaning. Sorry, journalists. Um, we'll put you in the next episode, but I had to scratch her right on the moment because you know, I was like, you know what? Cleaning really does make me feel better and helps get me out of a funk. We are down to our last three. Um, We're flying through these last few. But this kind of goes into what I was saying earlier. Our next one is engulfing yourself in a creative act, whether that be drawing, playing an instrument. It could be like doing something in my digital planner where I put like digital stickers everywhere. Something where I feel like I'm creating, you know, that literally takes you into the present moment episode two of this podcast, I did an entire episode on meditation, the science and benefits of meditation. And I even went into how playing an instrument or playing or drawing basically can be meditative in a way because it puts you in a flow state. And when something puts you in a flow state, you're really in the present moment and you're just totally engulfed in something that you enjoy. So like I was saying earlier, to feel better, you have to be in the present. You can't be future thinking. You can't be stuck in your head in the past. You have to be in the here and now. And when you're playing an instrument and you're physically like 
using your hands and your brain power to figure out those chords or if you're creating something if you're painting a sign even if it's almost like mindless painting to music you're still pretty much in the present moment and it removes you from being on your phone like the technology like being stuck in scrolling mode or it removes you from the active drama that's in your life or any of the chatter in your head so just getting immersed in a creative act whether whatever that is for you so maybe something came up when I said that it doesn't have to be drawing it doesn't have to be an instrument those are just the two that are in my head it sucks you into the present moment and it can help you feel better because you're getting lost in something that you love okay next up going for a walk slash taking my work outside. So whenever I'm just feeling like funky or trapped or stuck or just anxious, taking my work outside um, or to like a cafe, sitting outside a cafe or moving, moving location helps me feel so much better. Um, most of the time I tend to feel better outside anyway. I just, I think some, something about being inside for too long makes me go stir crazy. So one of my first go-tos is just moving where I'm doing my work or going into nature. Um, you don't even have to take your work into nature if you just need a break. I feel like going into nature is the ultimate answer for everything. Going for a walk, even if you're just walking around in a city environment, like being in air that's not <laughs> air conditioning air in your room will help you feel so much better. It, you're human, you know? We're born creatures that are supposed to roam the earth. So just like literally getting yourself out into the world can help you feel better so if you're noticing that you are feeling funky or you're stuck or that kind of gross feeling try taking it outside and lastly i'm gonna sound like a doctor <laughs> but exercise like when you're feeling down it could be stretching it literally could be stretching but any form of exercise helps boost dopamine serotonin in your brain there's like a feel-good feeling that you get after moving your body um most of the time when i'm feeling really down just doing like an online yoga video it doesn't have to be mine, but I do, I do have online yoga videos that I'll link below, but just doing something like last night I did a yoga video. It wasn't mine. It was some girl. I looked it up. It was like a yoga Pilates class. I just felt like I had to move my body and I was getting a little bit in my head about it because I felt guilty that I didn't. And I was like, you know what? I can't get to the gym right now. It's just not going to work out for me. I have so much to do. But if I just do this online video right now and move my body for 30 minutes, I'll feel good. So I did it and I literally felt so good afterwards. And then you get that nice shower, you know, it's, it's two for one. So moving your body when you feel down, whether it be getting up and going for a walk, doing a 10 minute yoga video in your room, you don't have to leave your room or literally going to the gym and doing something or signing up for a class. I'm always a big fan of classes because they lock you in. You know, you put down your money and you got to show up or they charge you. So that usually motivates me. Um, I will admit there's been times where I've been, my bed's been so comfy that the $15 fee like did not phase me. I just was like, whatever. But, you know, <laughs> um, exercise and moving your body will definitely help you in any way. All of these options, you don't have to go 100%. One thing I want you to take with you in life that has helped me is eradicating black and white thinking. So everything can be on a sliding scale at all times. There's no good or wrong. There's no bad or good. There's no too much, too little. It's finding something that's going to work for you in that moment. If you can only read one page, if you can only do this short amount of stuff, or maybe on another day you do so much more, don't compare yourself to other days. Don't compare yourself to what other people are doing. Like just doing something is better than nothing in all terms, you know? So if you can only just do a few minutes of movement, if you can only like journal one page or do something like a few minutes to yourself for the week do it put that effort in who knows it might get easier in the future to build up and if it doesn't it doesn't but you still put in that little amount of time just taking the time to care for yourself and doing these things for you is what's going to pay off in the long run
that is all I have for this week's episode. It's a lie. I could probably talk for like another hour, but I won't do that to you. Um, I want to plug my Instagram. So if any of this resonated with you, you can share it on your Instagram story because I love seeing when people listen to the podcast and get something out of it. So you can tag me on Instagram. My Instagram is at happy holistic hippie. So you can find me there. You can DM me if you don't want to post anything. Um, yeah, just let me know what you think of the episode because like I love hearing your thoughts or if you have anything that helps you get out of the funk, let me know and I could share it on my story. You can just tell me who knows what will happen, but just let me know. I love to learn, you know, that's my thing. I'll leave all the links below to the book I was talking about, The Artist Way, if you're interested in that book at all. Um, and also to all the YouTube videos that I mentioned that I have that can help you out as well. And if you're listening to this episode right when it drops, which is July 16th, um, it is a new moon tonight. And I just uploaded a new moon meditation up on my stand store. So I have a link for it below. Um, it's great. It's like a manifesting meditation. It goes all into releasing negative emotions that you've been feeling, how to raise your vibration during the meditation so that you're in a state where you can actually set your intentions and put those manifestations out there. So it takes you through the entire thing. It's guided. It's really relaxing. I love it. So I just put that up as well. If you want to go check that out. Um, if you're watching this after July 16th, there's a shadow period that the new moon stays in. So basically the new moon energy is around for three days before and three days after the new moon so i'd say up until what like thursday um the energy is really prominent so from today to thursday it's a really great time to do that meditation and if you're watching this episode um anytime in the future that new moon meditation is going to be up permanently on my stand store so you can always grab it and then be able to do it during any new moon so i made it that you can use it at any new moon and i charge the meditation it's it's going to be really pretty and cute so go check it out it's up now again the link is in my stand store you can also just go to my instagram and hit the link in my bio it has all of that information in there so I just wanted to add that in. I just put it up and I'm really proud of it. And I think it can really help you get clear on what you want and actually put those intentions out there. And tune in this week. I will be uploading some meditations on this page as well. I'll keep them under 10 minutes long, but that looks like it's going to be the future for us. We're going to be doing episodes, meditations, and a bunch more, but you're going to have to stay tuned to see. So thank you so much for tuning in for this week's episode. And I hope you have a wonderful day and take care.